Welcome to Ghostwriter Podcast, a Bravo book club. I'm your host, Corinne Prevot. Today, we're reviewing Class with the Countess by Luann Delaseps. And back by popular demand from my dad is friend of the podcast, Clarissa Butler. Hi, Clarissa. What's up, everybody? Well, a lot's happened since the last time you were on. We have some fans. Okay, guys? Okay, so let's just start from the beginning with the Countess. So I read the book, Class of the Countess, and Clarissa watched the Luann special. And the Countess is the only one who's ever gotten her own whole backstory special. It is really a rags to riches story. She is, she is a quintessential on the come up story of many of the housewives that we see. There's rise and falls, there's rise and falls. Hers rose for quite some time, I think. Yeah, so she started off in Connecticut, one of nine children, became a nurse, then she did a beauty pageant, then from the pageant she moved to New York to model, then moved to Italy. So something I, you lived in Italy, right? Yep. Okay, so something I thought was really weird that if this book was published today, it would not have been included, is she was talking about Italian men and how they really know how to appreciate a woman's beauty. And she's saying, oh, they talk to you, they this, that, the other. And if they see a beautiful woman, they give you a nice pinch on the derriere. Derriere? 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 I mean... The butt, the buns. <laughs> the behind. The thing yes. you twerk. No, I definitely was not used to the aggression and being accosted by these men in the way that I was. I was literally had to, like, punch a guy to, like, leave me alone. I... I Left the bathroom and he pinned me up against the wall oh. um, as if I was trying to hang out with him. Um, I got chased in the streets a few times. I mean, don't go over there. I do not want to get my buns pinched. That, I wouldn't be like, wow, you're just appreciating my beauty. But It's a very touchy-feely culture in a way that I don't appreciate. Yeah. <laughs> well, I think it's time we get some etiquette advice from the woman who cheated with the Johnny Depp pirate took a tequila-infused tumble in a rosebush and slammed a police officer's head in the door. What do you think, Clarissa? I think it sounds like a good old time. All right. So, oh, wait. I would like yes. to point out really quick, this today on Luann's Instagram, she says that it marks her six months of sobriety Yes, thank today. you for pointing that out. So that has been called into question at some kind of at the a pride parade. I'm not sure which one. I think it was San Francisco, but there was reports that she's drunk, allegedly. If you guys know anything, that come on over to fast. I feel like I blinked and it like was six months. Like it all feels very vague and like not clear. I'm not a doctor, but I don't think she's an alcoholic. I think she just went to the crazy town. And I also think that Dorinda needs rehab yesterday. <laughs> and like no one, Bethany's the only one that would Dorinda talk about it. Dorinda has the slushiest voice where oh she slurs all over town all the time, is aggressive and mean to everyone, and they're like, oh, she just needs a nap. And it's like, <laughs> ah, and a lot of water and a few days off, I think. Oh my goodness. Okay, so what do you think about the Countess and her level of etiquette from what you've seen on the show? All right, again, the come up. Like, if we take it way back to season one, it's like, well, okay, she's respectable. But I was, I'm a big Bethany fan. So okay. Bethany's interpretation of her is kind of where I always said, like, okay. who do you think you are? You you weren't a countess until you married into it. Like, you You're know. a discountess. Is that where you're coming from? <laughs> That's Bethany's line. Um, so who's your favorite? I know Bethany is, like, your all-time favorite, but who's, who's after that? She's definitely one. Dina. 
uh, I just think is an angel. No, no, New York, New York. Oh, New York. Yeah. My favorite. Yeah. Just, just after, just one after Bethany. Oh man. It's, that's evolved and changed over time. I would have to say, I can't stand the woman at all, but Ramona for entertainment factors. Okay, great. All right. And who, what's your favorite overall franchise of all? That, I would have to say Atlanta, and maybe now Potomac's on the come up for Oh my god, well. I love Potomac so much. <laughs> I lo- I could watch her shift her wig all day. It was one of like the funniest moments on television this year. Like, I, that was so great. The press conference. Not just that. The it's fragrance like, journey. I grew up about 25 minutes away from Potomac, so I feel like, it feels like home when I'm watching it. And for some reason, I think we're like a version of Robin and Giselle. Ooh, I think we're nicer. Definitely nicer. But we both have green eyes and oh, blonde hair. Green eyes. Oh, all right, all right. Um, oh, so speaking of etiquette, I wanted to talk to you about this when I was watching Potomac this morning over my frittata. Um, is the <laughs> um, God, I go to bed on Sunday and I'm like, yes, I'm going to have Potomac in the morning. Um, is that I like to see how people, because, you know, that's all kind of new money, fake, whatever. So I like to see people, how they eat. And if they eat, sure. like, fucking monsters or if they have like some wait and Monique's dining her eating her etiquette is on point sure so I don't know if she was just raised right or she learned but and even that big beast of a husband of hers he knows how to chew with his mouth closed I'm blown away by her age I feel like she's way more mature than I agree 34. I like her I think she's a great addition me too All right, so let's talk about Luann's life philosophies. So Luann says, I believe all of life is a seduction. Some of Luann's jobs are babysitter, dishwasher, secretary, nurse's aide, practical nurse, aerobics instructor for the elderly, model, and TV personality. Now let's go over a few things that elegant people never do, and then we'll discuss. Chew gum, yawn. Well, her breath must be stinking, because we know she smokes cigs. She does. Speak too loud. Staring and pointing, applying makeup in public, being negative, or you're going to love this one, putting on airs. <laughs> I have to say, I, I read this book when it first came out when I worked at a magazine, and I think this is where I got this from, but with the chewing gum, I, I stopped chewing gum after I read that. And what you wouldn't see Kate Middleton like chomping on some bubblicious. Like when I started thinking about it, I was like, yeah, you wouldn't, you no one, Salma Hayek's not like, rah, 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 I do not. I going chew down my the red gum carpet. in secret. I do. I yeah. chew it in my car, and before okay. I go in, it's out. I just switched to an Altoid. I don't know. Love me some Altoids, too. Yeah. So, yawning. I actually had an issue with this in my marriage. I was yawning too much, and my <laughs> husband was, like, getting really upset. He was just like, it's so annoying when you yawn. It's Why are you rude. always yawning? Why don't you go sleep? Why don't you take a Xanax? I can't deal with you. And I was like, uh, I, I can't control it. It's like an instinct. But then his dad came over and his Even dad just... Even now that we're saying it, it's making me yawn. Oh my God, I know. Well, his dad stayed with us and yawn. he was yawning nonstop the whole time. <laughs> and then I was like, this is fucking annoying. Like, so, you know when you don't know how annoying you are until you see someone else doing what so you're someone doing? someone mirrors and your behavior. Yeah, and then you're like, I'm the worst. <laughs> Speaking too loud, I suffer from that disease. We both That's why I have do. the raspiest voice 
in the game. Stereo pointing. My mom is a pointer. <laughs> My mom points to everyone and everything. Like, if you want to keep something on the DL, she will, her bony little finger will be out and about. Just being like, that one? Yeah. That one's ugly? Like, yeah, on blast. You like him, Clarissa? Yeah. But the finger, <laughs> I would always just be like, put your finger down. Oh it's so God. rude to me. Open hands. At least it's not Open the middle hands. finger. Some people have oh. a middle finger point. Oh. I don't know if you've ever seen that. It's more of like an older East Coast man thing. I ha- where they yes, I have. With the- I, that's who did it. I remember <laughs> it clearly. It was a door-to-door salesman. Okay, so elegance is the harmony of your manners, wit, and poise. So what do you think is Luann's least elegant moment? But see, here's the thing. <laughs> Tell me. She can, okay, unlike our girls like Sonia who like, turn up on camera mm-hmm. like when they're partying and stuff I feel like Luann is like a tank like she can just party and party and party and party but we never see her really act that crazy overtly until season the past two seasons the past two seasons yeah but prior to that it's like I feel like she just waits till that camera goes off yeah. and the hours between like two and five she is like yeah 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 because there was all the stories when she was living with Sonia about she coming coming in all crazy in and out with everyone yes. Um, what's kind of funny about this book is that Victoria, her daughter, chews with her mouth fully open and they talk about it in, it was like the last episode, I think, where they show, she has like the little luncheon for them at the horse race and she's like, we don't put our elbows on the table, we don't chew with our mouth open, Victoria. And she's like, I'm like, she is like, she looks like a hippie. Like when she I don't know what's this going. season, I was like, hippie or homeless, like. Question mark next to Victoria's name. she like. How did that happen? She's like one of those people that's like uber wealthy, but wants to, mm-hmm. they like resent that they're wealthy. So they're they don't like, want to wear oh, their, their let me not wash my hair. Let me, you know, not yeah. comb my hair for five days. Then people will think I'm interesting. Um, let's just dive right into dating and all the countess's hot tips. Clarissa is a hot single lady. So well, thank you. She can, you can tell us what's going on out there in the dating world and if men are following these rules. So here are the countess's rules for men. And you tell me if this is the shit that's happening out on the field. On She's the on the field. She's all on right, the field. All right. Okay. So men, when you're walking down the street with a gentleman caller, do you, they should walk by the cars and you should walk on the end part. Have you experienced men that know about this? Yes. And okay. I actually, that is something I look for. Ooh, like, okay. I, I really like that. I like to feel protected. I like something in between. Okay. Um, yeah, most recently, yes, the guy last dated did that, and I really appreciated that. Okay. But How it is rough me? out there in the streets. It's in the streets. Okay, I'll so a few you. more. Revolving doors. So the man should enter first to get the wheel spinning, <laughs> and then you're supposed to go in. I guess I don't have a lot of revolving visual, doors like around Like some here. guy going in and, like, pushing, and somebody gets stuck, like, Oh, at the airport, isn't there? I think there might be there. I'll pay attention. Okay. I'll be at the airport on Wednesday. I'll report back. Okay. Um, Jake used to do this thing because there's so many revolving doors in New York where he would get in the in the door with me in the space, like in really small ones, and I would get really mad. Like claustrophobic. So he'd get like, in after me. <laughs> so. I know. How many people get in one piece of pie? Well, it depends because some of the slices are really I'm big massive. and some slices are – like if you're with a friend, like you and I might want to – Go in one slice of pie together. No, but do you want to go with like a crazy person? In I a, just in a small don't know slice? why they exist at all. Because nobody knows the timing. Every some Is people supposed go to be fast. Faster? Some people go slow. Yeah, it's just I guess. All right. Confusing. Okay, so the last one that I'm adding to the Countess's list because I read this in a Candace Bushnell novel many years ago is when you get in a cab, 
okay, let's say I'm all looking good for a change, okay? Yeah. And, I get, and I'm going out somewhere. And I get in the cab. I don't want to scoot and get mangled and tangled while I'm scooching over to the other side because, you know, the men want to let you in first. So you need to let me in, close the door, and then you take a nice walk around there. Or in New York, it's hard to do that without cars. There's a lot of traffic. Then the man should get in first. He can scoot his buns all the way down, and then I'll get in after him. Well, it's been quite a while since we've been dating because now we do Uber, not I know. and Lyft. We don't really have. Well, when taxis. I was riding with the horse and carriage, the way you do it, <laughs> back in the day, in oh my the god, horse and buggy. <clears throat> back when I was dating, uh, I was riding in a Ford Probe <laughs> shotgun. So. Sick. <laughs> okay, so do you remember that episode where Bethany gave? I'm sorry, where the Countess gave Bethany a bunch of tips on how to flirt. That's actually one of my all-time favorite Countess moments. And she's like, uh, why is everyone treating me like this? I'm not Shrek. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so this is her her hot tips in the book on how to flirt. Soft, low, provocative voice. I got the low part. I don't know if it's provocative. A.K.A. her smoker's voice? I know. Well, um, our wedding was announced in the Observer in New York, and they – you saw the article. It's so funny. And they said, I'm a – Husky voice Dior assistant, and I got made fun of forever. When I went on the show Blind Date in 2004, I might have been imbibing in a lot of marijuana at that time, so my voice was really raspy. Uh, what did they say? And I think I told you when the casting director like stepped out for a minute and went and snuck and looked at her paper to see what she was saying <laughs> about me, and the first thing was like raspy voice. Like it's a good thing. Heather McDonald has a theory that if you are like cute and have a raspy voice, that you could be a star. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> because okay. it's just like a cool, like Angie's, uh, what's that girl who's always on like those cop shows? Anyway, like it's just such a different combination that okay. you don't get a lot and that it's a ton. So maybe the count, the count is on something. Okay. Okay. This one I really strongly disagree with. Laugh at all his jokes. I'm sorry. I If, if I'm not funny, don't fucking laugh. And I don't want, don't, if someone's not funny, you're doing the world a disservice by pretending to laugh because then they're just going to go, Telling their stupid jokes. Forever. Work That's harder. What I was Work harder. Thinking. Be funny. I can't, one, I can't, I can't. fake it. No. If I don't think it's funny, I can't fake it. No. And if you're in dates one through three and you pretend like they're funny, then you have to deal with no. that forever. No. I just, I don't believe in that. If I love comedy if you're, no. All right. Um, be elusive and mysterious. I'm really bad. I don't know how to be mysterious. I mean, that's tough these days with social media, but okay. I know. Touch his arm lightly. That actually annoys me. Oh. Like when you touch my arm like okay. that, like I it itches. All right, I'm not I'm not flirting r- the right way with Clarissa. Um, <laughs> the other thing, tell me if you like this one. <laughs> Caress your body; it's enticing. <laughs> I'd like to see her actually do that. Well, we have to go see her. Show, I know. Well, she's sick. Show. She's the countess is, has fallen ill. Okay, so the countess says to go out with a guy even if you don't really like him because you might like one of his friends. That's ice cold. That's messed up. I feel like she's like a friend swinger. Like she's one of those people like she and and also her and multiple of her friends all hook up with the same There's men only like repeatedly. two dicks on the upper east side. <laughs> yeah, like so Well, somebody was talking about uh, like Tom, Dick and Harry cuz Harry Dubin, yeah. Tom and then we just wait. Tom, wait. Tom, Dick and which of them do I know? Dick, we just need a dick. <laughs> God, that took too much of my brain. Um, I I did have a moment with that too because honestly, like sometimes you start having a lot of fun with all the friends. Like you know, if you like the one guy, yeah, they're having a lot of fun over there. (laughs) 
Sonia's bounce house. There okay. was a couple of houses in college <laughs> where I had to stop going. Like, yeah, when you fair enough, fair enough. you got to spread one. the love out yeah. geographically. Okay, here's the thing, though, about the Countess. She doesn't get to, like, marry and date this guy that two of her friends have hooked up with and dated. And then set, get to set the rules on who can talk about it, who can't talk about it, when they can talk about it. Then get a divorce from him seven months later and now also get to set the rules on how everyone else should behave. She's like, Carol didn't even call me. And it's like, you guys were at odds. And also with um, Ramona going to his party and this and that. I don't know. I have mixed feelings. I think like Ramona is just a dirty, rotten scoundrel who like shouldn't go to the party. But on the other hand, it's like you don't Ramona get to like. sell her soul to the devil. Oh like, but You don't get to set the rules for everyone's behavior in all phases of this. Because the rules are that you shouldn't have probably been dating someone that two of your friends have already slept with. I was so just now gonna I'm going to come in there and say, well, darlings, this, no one can talk about my husband. It's like I've already like. Even when she's like, Sonia this, Sonia that. It was like, well, Sonia dated him for quite some time. And yes. I thought that really got brushed over and overlooked pretty. Like, like there should have been more attention. And Sonia did not get the recognition or respect she deserved around dating that man. Poor Sonia. All right. This is what she said, too. If you want to go out to, like, bars or whatever, that you should go with a male friend instead of girls, and you'll meet more guys. Do you Have you experienced one or the As other? As a girl that's one of the guys, yeah. like they've said on Blind Date, okay. uh, <laughs> I always, I have a lot of guy friends, but what we found is even if we're just friends and we're both trying to look to meet people, everyone automatically assumes you're a couple. That's what I would think. Always. That's what I would think. Even with, like, people that were definitely, no offense, like, not on my level. <laughs> like, okay. Yeah, I'm just like, Troll how health. could people really think that we're dating? Oh. You know what I yeah. mean? Maybe but, they think he's rich or something. Exactly. Oh, you're saying your friend's not that cute. Yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Um, <laughs> so she said, go out to bars with a male friend. If they see you with a guy, they'll want to win you over. I don't know about that. Okay, here are some hot spots to meet men. Oh, these are great. This is good. This, this is, is fun. Good. I know. Yeah. Okay. Hot spots, guys. Cigar bars, but you have to go with an escort, which I think she means is another guy, because I think what she means is that if you go there by yourself, they're going to think you're for sale. Oh, I thought you meant like of, an actual female No, no, I'm sorry. No, no, no. Because then like it's an like, escort, yeah. oh, because she's enticing the men in. Because like, I like, think eh. if you and I went by ourselves to a cigar bar and we were dressed sexy, people would just like literally think we're prostitutes. We should try um, this. I'm open <laughs> <to> try it. <laughs> All right, we'll report back. Um, bookstores, but I was thinking like, not the self-help help, self help section, probably. I don't know. Um, Bookstores. Nobody. I'm I not know. Trying There's to like talk two left. Okay. There. No. Um, tech shops, and you can play the damsel in distress card. Listen, I'm not playing. I'm. I am a damn damsel in distress. Like, <sighs> like I. Smart. I'm too smart for my own good. I go to Home Depot, and I'm telling everyone there what to do. I'm <laughs> checking the shelves. I'm You're like, you need a high gloss paint, asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I get really angry there, and I'm bossing around grown ass men. So yeah, you know, I've been dipping really my toe in the in the Home Depot, filling in <laughs> holes. I've been painting. I've been doing a few home improvements. Okay, okay. Here's one that I've never been to. Have you ever been to an embassy party? Where's the embassy? Huh? Like the that's embassy. That's things the countess does. Yeah, like, yeah. What? That's not so easy to get into. All right. Um, long plane rides, preferably in first class. So just get, so what are you supposed to do? Just fly back and forth across the country. I started my own business. I'm flying on Southwest points right now. All right, so. yeah. <laughs> I went from, talk about a come up and a come down. I went from <laughs> private jets with my ex-boyfriend to literally on Southwest on points. From PJs. Begging for free drink coupons. Let's see. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, and the other one is upscale men's stores. And so I was going to tell you, oh my God, that just scared me. 
There's someone outside. Um, okay, I'll just get all the men's stories. So I got a facial when you were with me at Bloomingdale's this week. Yep. And the facialist was hilarious. So there's this store in Laguna, and the woman who works there is like always um, super duper sexy. She like, goes out on the street and just like lures men in and is like, you need a new shirt. Come in here. I mean, she's not working it from every angle. Her commission must be like the Abercrombie really models on point. used to do. Like the hot yes, men, but she's but like they were just standing there. She's like, hi, how are? Like she's up in the business. There's one on Balboa Island as well. Okay, there's like a spa salon thing where they're out front. They're trying to entice. Yes, you. yes, yes. Yeah. Okay, so I guess her husband or fiance, the facialist fiance, went there and then he came home with the shirt and in the sh- in the bag was a business card with the woman's like. Name, phone number, uh, email, Facebook, sure. like 99 ways to contact her. And so the facialist found it, and she marched herself right down to the <laughs> vault and brought the business card with her. And she's like, hi, I'm so-and-so's fiance. Do you remember him? And the woman's like, no. And she's like, pulled up a picture. She's like, my honey, do you know him? He came in here and bought a shirt. And she's like, yeah. And, and the woman's acting all embarrassed. She's like, well, hi, I'm his fiance. I just want to introduce myself. It seems like I have all your information now. So if my husband need needs any more shirts, you'll be hearing from me. We can just work with each other. And then she marched out of there, and she said she does stuff like this all the time. Oh, my gosh. I Isn't mean, my hilarious? only concern would be, like, say I'm in Bloomingdale's and I'm, like, in the men's section. They're either going to be, like, okay, she's, like, looking for a man, like, lesbian well, I mean, shopping, or she's, like, shopping for a guy. I would think shopping for a guy. All right. Yeah. I don't see, okay. like, how do you, sl- you know, slide that into, hey, how you doing? Can mm-hmm. I help you pick out a pair of jeans? Have, uh, do you ever lock eyes with a guy at a cafe? <laughs> sure. Okay. So here's what you do. Let's say you lock eyes. He's liking you. You're liking him. But what do we do next? You've probably asked yourself. <laughs> Always. The countess has got you covered. So what you do is you drop something in front of his table. But don't go overboard and spill your whole purse. So you can drop a glove, maybe your earbuds. And just, you know. Bend over in front of him? I like, mean, I think you're just like, oh, my. Uh. <laughs> like, I dropped my earbuds. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, the damsel in distress. Yes, back to, okay. yes, yes, yes. I'm like, that is so rom-com. And I was listening to some podcast. They were like, if, if rom-coms were real, we would think these women had, like, neurological problems and need to go to the doctor. Because, like, if you're falling down, like, every 24 hours and, like, falling in potholes or what do they call it? Like, manholes. Like, they're like, there's a big problem. Like, you're going to die, bitch. Like, you're not. We joke that literally that is my life. Like, that I've is had, true. like, a thong fall out of the bottom of my oh jeans, like, my in God. the middle of the mall walking, you know, speed oh walking. Oh, my God. But I feel like, th- and, and within that same vein, I feel like I would do something so wrong, like, accidentally like drop a tampon or something like okay. super embarrassing that would just what could you dr- yeah i don't know what the sexy thing is then i would just be like uh i'm super embarrassed and run out you know okay that wouldn't really work okay here's how to scare a man away kind of like a little how to lose a guy in 10 ways but i, I just picked i feel like i this section is modeled after me but okay, okay let's see being aggressive being too needy slash emotional giving too much information sending too many gifts calling too much emailing too much all that Saying I love you first and snooping. Okay. I'm guilty of every single one of those. Saying I love you first, I did that, and you're married. I'm married. 17 years, so I don't know. It's how I felt at the moment. I mean, a lesser man would have run. <laughs> um, and then snooping. I believe in snooping. Let me see what you got going on. If I can't look at your shit, then I'm real interested. There's so much <laughs> funny business going on these days. Yeah. You have to be if you don't, If you don't have a problem with me snooping, then you, there's, I'm going to find something. Well, okay. I mean, you can't, I don't know. I think being from the East Coast, I'm automatically aggressive here. Mm-hmm. Automatically. But, like, we've talked about this, too, with the Me Too movement, all this stuff going on. Like, people don't know what 
it is to be a female and put yourself out there and like deal with crap all day and mm-hmm. expect to be oh no you're just supposed to sit there and look pretty no if i've been you should see me at home depot you should do a trip with me it's insane the amount of times that's I where the men on, are talked down to okay accosted all of those so that's things. you're not there like all right there's some good beef beefy guys in here no there's like a no. couple but right. then you look and they have a wedding ring so mm-hmm. it's like okay I know. If I <laughs> listen, if anyone's single out there, find someone that can fix shit at your house, or else you'll be fixing it. Um, <laughs> okay. So, walk of shame, or as Sonia Morgan has coined it, the victory lap. Whoop, whoop. So, here's how to avoid the walk of shame: have the man sleep at your house. Uh, no thanks, axe murderer. I'm not gonna know where I live. No. Yeah. No. Or, or if you leave before he wakes up, have you ever done this hot tip, hot trick? Right. Take your lipstick out and write XOXO on his mirror or just leave a note on the nightstand that says, wow. Uh, none of that sounds like <laughs> to me. All right. Um, that's boring. Meeting royalty? Do you want to know some tips on that or do you want to say? Don't say. Okay. If someone insults you, we're done with the dating part, I think. If someone insults you, these are some comebacks, some okay. countess approved like comebacks. Okay. Well, I'm surprised to hear you say that. That's good. I like that. Oh, I feel like she does say that a yeah. lot, too. That's true to character. I'm sure you didn't mean to offend me. That's really good. I like that. Okay. Or, I've never known anyone that feels that way. Ooh. That's good. All right. Ooh. Guys. Okay, so some table manners. These are just all, like, random stuff I grabbed from the book. Okay. If someone asks you for the salt, you have to pass the salt and pepper together. I knew that in the back of my mind, but then I forgot. You always have to pass both together. I just feel like if you do that, your hand is going to get all over the top dispenser part, mm-hmm. which is not appropriate. Like Maybe you do like a down. claw and just get in there. <laughs> or two-hand right. it. Okay. So don't eat too fast or too slow. Okay, I've gotten – I again, something that I did that, that my father-in-law did that I realized the problem. So I've ruined many a dinner party, according to Jake, because I eat too slow, and then they want to bring out the next course. And it's like a nightmare. Yes. And I just didn't realize. That's actually a good tip. Or like at a fancier restaurant or at like a course out dinner party. Obviously not at TGI Fridays or the macaroni grill people. That's not where she's eating. Chewing with your mouth open is a don't. Oh my God. I know you don't watch Southern Charm, but there's this character on there or character man on there named Shepard. And he cannot close fucking mouth. And he talked about how, like, he's from this amazing family and classy and his ancestors and this and that. I'm like, if they could see you now, wasted, drunk, chewing with your nasty wooden teeth, mashing up all your food. Like, don't tell me a story about how classy you are and then chew. That's, like, basic 101 is to close your mouth when you're chewing. And he's like, like, it is really bad. But also bring it back to her daughter who's trying to be anti-wealth. She chews like a dang cow. So I wonder what the kids are. I have to look that up, like, if, if, like, what their title is. You know what I mean? Count Junior? No. <laughs> <laughs> Countette? Like, what is Ooh, the Countette. <laughs> I love that. Um, oh, and then, you know, I love a coaster. Coasters are for amateurs and the uptight. You should use cocktail napkins. I've been doing that lately because when a drink sweats, I know. there's no more bigger pet peeve than a puddle on the coaster for me. I know. And I have my, um, my stone, my sandstone ones that absorb. absorb. So they are better if they want to sponsor us at the podcast, at Ghostwriter Podcast. They're called Thirsty, Thirsty Stones. Thirsty Stones, yes. Guys, get these Thirsty Stone coasters and they suck up all the the drink sweat. If you're like me, you live at the beach and you don't have uh, central air conditioning, then they do the best that they can, but they're working with what they have. They can't do it all. But okay, all right, all right. Um, 
Oh, and then I just thought about the time she said, "The bigger the napkin, the more elegant the occasion." I've never been to. I've been to some really nice places. I've never been anywhere with a huge napkin, but it reminds me of Sonia Morgan when she had like a freaking like fast sheet, yeah, <laughs> like a blankie. And the guy was going crazy about how elegant that was. Okay, I'm going to give you a little quiz oh boy. On, some, on some terms from the book. I don't feel like I have the best etiquette. I strive well, to. Well, we're here to learn, and we're here to teach. <laughs> especially when it comes to fine dining. I always feel like an amateur. Like, I feel like I have to be in the Titanic, where it's like, you just work from the outside in yeah, with your okay. utensils. Okay, do you know what an amuse-bouche is? Is it like an appetizer? Yes, very good. It's a little treat whipped up by the chef. Yes, okay. that's like the first thing they give you. Okay. And do you know what the literal translation of je ne sais quoi is? Like, she has that certain je ne sais quoi. Certain, like, vibe or? Um, it means literally, I didn't know, literally, literally, um, I don't know what. Oh. Like, some kind of great. Yeah. Well, I, I better learn. Yeah. I better learn. Oh, so the Count's brother was on an airplane and, have you, okay, have you ever? Wait. Sorry, yeah. not to interrupt, but he is from Jupiter, Florida, which is not what? Like the classiest. Isn't that where she was supposed to be going on Christmas? Remember when she got arrested? She was no, 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 no. I'm sorry, the Count's brother. Oh, not the Countess. Or Alex, yeah, okay. Alex Della okay. brother. Yeah, okay. yeah. No, not the Countess. All right. Um. So, okay. First of all, have you ever had this happen to you on an airplane or on a train or anywhere where the person next to you falls asleep and they like fall on you and go to sleep on you? Always. Okay, I had a man that laid on my lap in yeah. the train, but he was yeah. wasted drunk. And then Jake had a guy fall asleep on him on the train. Yeah. And then it just happens, and people yeah, fall asleep for on sure. you. sure. So we were talking, she's talking about, like, what do you do? Like, they're like, pardon me. Oh, my God. I had a guy who fell asleep in the seat behind me on an airplane, and he just had, like, a size, like, 12-foot, big, nasty foot, and he stuck it in between. And it was just, <laughs> no. like, chilling on my rest. And Jake, and Jake's like, that shit's not going to work. And Jake <laughs> took a fork and started poking the man's foot with it. And then the man was like, ah, and like put it back and fell asleep again. And then the foot came back up and Jake started poking it with the fork. No. What am <laughs> it was I, a plastic fork, but whatever. One of my favorite things of all time was Larry David on Curb Your Enthusiasm, where he's sitting on a plane next to a guy wearing shorts. And he, like, can't even take it. He's like, that is so rude. He's like, why would you wear shorts on the plane? And he starts, like, wigging out about the oh, short. Oh, my God. One of my favorite things of all time. <laughs> okay. Because I've had some stuff go down on some flights. Like, yeah, when you're squished down, people, shit goes down. So the Count's brother was <laughs> on a plane, and this guy kept falling asleep on him. And he's, like, putting him back, come back again, putting him back. He's falling back again. Amazing. And this guy's like, I'm over it. So he's like, I got to wake him up. This is too much. Sure. Like he has to wake up. Sure. He died. He was <laughs> so she said, make sure you check for a pulse. If First someone of all, falls the asleep. The expression on your face when you said he died is very scary. And, like, you just seemed so entertained and excited to tell me that. Yeah, no, that I mean, is this so is like, dark. I'm dark-sided, people. Okay. <laughs> so... Housewife divorce rates. This is very interesting. I saw this on the internet, so you know it's true. Okay. So, so I'm okay. So this has is the accumulation of every single person that's ever been on the franchise. Like, what percentage have gotten divorced since the beginning of the show? Does that make sense? Oh yeah. And one of our favorite storylines is like, if you have a little crack in your marriage oh. or some issues, if you go on the housewives, cracks it the is craters going down. Oh my god. Okay. So Potomac and Dallas, zero percent. They've only had been on for a couple of seasons, but no one has gotten divorced since they've started being on the show. Okay, I'm interested to see because I know in general, mm -hmm. Orange County has the highest divorce rate in the country mm -hmm. being 73%. Yeah. So I would assume that's the highest divorce. So the highest one I could find was 
DC, 100%, every single woman on DC got divorced. Wait, the people that broke into the White House? Michaela yeah. And oh, Lara? they got divorced. That's a real good one. And then she was missing, and so he reported her missing, but then she had run away with the guitarist from the band Journey, yes, and then now she married the good. guy from the band Journey. Wow. What a story she has. She went from a makeup counter, that's a come up, to, yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, Atlanta, 60% of people in Atlanta have gotten divorced. I'm surprised that one's not higher. Well, who's still together? Just, Needy and Greg don't count because they got divorced. Right, that's what I'm saying. So who has been, who stayed together the entire time? I mean, I guess Kim and Croy, but they got married on the show. But she has a funky past. Yeah, but I mean, they're just like divorced on the show. And then, um, what do you think New York is? Real Housewives of New York. Isn't Kim a nurse from Connecticut as well? Yes, which I... From nurse to... Because those two are so different. They're so I know, vastly I different. Know. But I wonder how far, like, where their upbringing was or whatever. What do you think the New York divorce divorce rate is? That feels high as well. Now, especially the state we're in now. Okay. Like 85%. 44. Really? But th- it's going with everyone. That is low. Wait, so who's together still? Well, Jill and Bobby. Bobby, obviously, may he rest in peace, passed away. But they their marriage stayed. Ramona got divorced. Luann got divorced. Jules got divorced. Oh, Heather oh, but and Kristen Taken. I guess you're not ca- counting widowers because both Dorinda and Carol. But that doesn't matter. Like they had to have get gotten divorced since the show, since they got on the show. Right. Right. You right, know right. what I mean? So like, the divorce had to happen. Oh. From the second they started the show. But to I wonder now. if it counts. Yes, people like totally. Jules yeah, yeah, it and does. Her it does. husband divorced. Heather's yeah. still with her guy. Heather and Kristen Takeman are still with theirs. Aviva divorced. Carol was never. I'm uh, not Carol. Who was that girl? Cynthia. Cynthia, the laser girl. She was never married. Oh, Aviva didn't get divorced. Is still with her husband from the show, though. Is she? She was divorced from Harry Dubin, but that was like pre her being on the show. Uh, but I think she's still with her husband. The um, current one. Yeah, Fran Dress Dresser's brother. Never Isn't knew that. Crazy? That's a good. Story. Um. Okay. So. I like to talk about, is this book worth it? What do I think overall? Honestly, I think this is a fun book. It has great etiquette tips. It's kind of woven in with Luann's whole story, which is a cool story. There's so much more, obviously, we're not getting a chance to cover. So I paid $1 for Teresa's book, which I felt was a great price and a great steal. And this book, I paid like $11. I bought it used on Amazon. And I think, like, I'm going to keep it, and I'm going to refer to it, and it's good. And I think you would enjoy it as well. But... If you want a signed copy from Luann Villaset, you can go on her site and fifty dollars. She's mm-hmm. on the come That's up too again. Much. She's on the come up again. Okay, now one of Clarissa's favorite pastimes is predicting what drugs different Bravo celebrities are on. <laughs> this is very true. So I have an assignment for you. <laughs> I know you're. You got. You have to watch Southern Charm. It's fire. You can just start season five. It's fine. It was so good. So there's this guy, Craig, and Jake and I have watched it like seasons one through five completely back to back so you can really see the progression. And the thing is that he had a light in his eyes and all this great stuff in the beginning, and now he's just living in shambles like in his house. He's sewing all night, making these pillows, but he's a lawyer, but he's not doing – and he had two months to make one pillowcase, and he like couldn't do it. And he's like, if I only had one more night. And his pupils are super dilated. Okay. And it feels like, okay, I, I can't figure out if he's on like a painkiller or a muscle relaxer because it feels like he has that look that my son gets when he's tired where you can't like open your eyes all the uh, way. Like when woozy, someone needs a nap. A little, yeah. yeah. And like, let's say 
someone says tells you something funny, then like it almost like it's like like it takes a, there's a processing to moment register. before his like smile can come, his laugh can come. Like it's it feels like everything's on a delay. Is he with somebody or he's doing no? It all alone? She left him. Okay. She's like rich and hot, so I don't know. She says she just left him because he sold her like I'm a lawyer and I'm on the come up, and then he's just like at the house playing with the cat and like showing pillows and. He's really big into embroidery. You know, the other day, I needed something hemmed, and I'm like, you know what? Laugh it up. But that's a freaking catch. You know how much I spend on the dry cleaners? Like, I'm telling you, you need a man that has a a, a freaking skill that's like, come on. I agree. So anyway, I know you're going going on a little vacay. So if you get a chance, watch a little Southern Charm, season five, and And tell me what you think about Craig. 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 Yes. He's kind of like the best looking one on the show, I guess. Does he have a little bit of longer hair? No, that's Shep. That's it's Chewy McStewie. Okay. Oh, my God. Well, Clarissa, thank you so, so much for coming on the pod again. Um, we are – do you want to plug – where can everyone find you if they want to follow your business or – Yeah, I'll plug it. It is cbcreative.agency is our website and Instagram. And I would just like to end with a, you know, a quote by the Countess herself. Okay. Money can't buy you class. No, it sure can't. It's Elegance <laughs> is learned. Is it learned or earned? Elegance is learned. Oh, it's learned, yeah. My friends. And if you guys all want to follow the podcast, you can. I'm on Instagram at, at ghostwriter underscore podcast. And Clarissa just made my Facebook page. What mm-hmm. would I do without her? Mm-hmm. Ghostwriter podcast. Thank you guys so much. Have a great week. Bye. Later.